A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello, I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify and thanks for listening. The England uh, captain and... uh, what looks like is going to be England's man of the match. I don't want to spoil it, but um, Ollie Pope is out here. He's just come and joined us for a quick word. Um, Ollie, very well played, well caught. How many was it in the end? Six? I think it was six in the end, yeah. The ball just kept following me, following me a bit. I didn't really expect to get one at mid-wicket this morning and then I think third ball of the day or something popped up to me again, so it was quite nice. Well, you're a keeper by trade, aren't you? How much fielding at short leg have you done prior to uh, playing for England? Uh, I think I had about two catches in there before this. One, one was on my debut and then the other one for Surrey, so not a lot, so it's nice to get my tally up a bit. Well, absolutely. Uh, it looks like you've got a job for life because you were very natural in there. Um, let's go back to, uh, to day two. Uh, and your innings and the uh, and the uh, the maiden Test match hundred something you'd have dreamt about since since you were a lad. Um, has, has that all sunk in yet? Have you kind of um, got your head around what you've uh, achieved this week? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the the Test match week is such a busy week and it feels so sort of hectic. So it'll be nice to uh, sort of have a have a bit of time with the lads this afternoon and just reflect on what's been a really good week. But um, yeah, I've sort of. Got my head around it. Had a, slept a bit better the last few nights, but yeah, no, I've sort of I've really enjoyed the week in general. I'm not surprised. Still mightily uh, excited about the whole thing. Um, you, you move on to the Wanderers. England a two-one up. Um, have you, do you have any words um, for the for the guys who come into the order ahead of you? The, the, the guys who sort of see off the new ball and set up a platform because uh, that, that's worked brilliantly well for both yourself and Ben Stokes in this Test match. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it's not spoken about necessarily enough. I mean, we make a big deal out of it in the change room, but especially that partnership between Zach and Sibbers um, first up on that day one 
when if it's going to do a bit it's going to be in that session so those boys dug in and that first session was awesome they obviously we didn't go at a great rate but um sort of shuts off any any shine on the ball and any nerves that are there on the first morning of a test match and um yeah that that they deserve a lot of credit for that and yeah it allowed us sort of stroke players to come in and do our thing a bit in the middle are you aware of the some of the comparisons that are being made about you and your and your game or have you kind of Kept your kept your head in and, and not really paid too much attention to what's being said about you in the media. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen the comparisons that are being made. Um, I don't think you can miss it. I think every comment I see is he looks a bit like Ian Bell. Uh, I think it's, it's only a compliment, really. Um, it's uh, he was an amazing player, still is an amazing player. And but Belly himself tweet, tweeted something saying that, that uh, he you remind him of somebody with a with an ellipsis at the end of it. Dot dot dot. I think he was referring to himself. So even uh, even the great man is is making the comparison. Yeah, I think he's probably got a few mentions over the last sort of month or so from New Zealand. Um, and he's probably Twitter Twitter feed's probably been a bit like he looks like a new Ian Bell. Um, so yeah, he probably had a bit to say. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's only a compliment. Um, yeah, an amazing player. Yep, terrific player. Yeah, you're not so bad yourself. Um, terrific test match. Thank you very much for coming over and speaking to us. And uh, enjoy the celebrations this afternoon. No worries. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Ollie Pope uh, there. Um, Goffey, what, are you, what have you made of him? I mean, you know, oh. the, he was superb in the last Test match at Cape Town. He just seems to get better every time he walks to the middle. Well, I've, I first saw him playing in a T20 game for Surrey, and I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. When, when I, they told me his age, I just thought the maturity and some of the shots and confidence he had was excellent. And it was just a matter of time before he got into that England team. Um, he got into the England team, didn't he? And they stuck him right up, striding at the deep end, really, in a, a position where he'd not even played for Surrey. Mm. Um, he would probably wasn't ready for that and since he's come out back into this side he has looked a million dollars i saw him how hard he works at his game over in new zealand he absolutely throw down city then goes in and has a net he really works hard he works hard on his field and as you've seen this test match with six uh, catchers probably didn't expect uh, to be stuck at short leg uh, to the spinners but he's also had a position where he's kept wicket for England in a test match as well so he's done yeah. a bit of everything fantastic talent so pleased for him 135 not out uh, in, in that first innings and, and really that's what helped set up the game along with Ben Stokes obviously which will score by the way a fine 120 yeah, It was a good game for the uh, for the Redheads in uh, England side Don Best taking a maiden test match five wicket haul Ben Stokes with 120 and Ollie Pope with that uh, 135 not out plus uh, six catches um, if we look to be hypercritical any areas about uh, England's England's play during the test match that you'd think to yourself you know what they've won by an innings but they could they could still do that better well obviously I mean it's hard to criticize them isn't it because it's the perfect test match performance won by an innings and was it 28 50, in, the, 53 53, yeah. in the end got runs on the board by in fact put pressure on the opposition and bowled them out twice but yes obviously we went through that period where we dropped a few catches didn't we and then obviously they said that's a learning curve as well right at the end of the game there this morning although entertaining for everybody involved except the guys who were bowling it's out of ball at a tail end there we just didn't get it right everybody lost their cool a little bit didn't they including the captain Joe Roo. I mean some of the field setting to a guy who cannot hit it on the leg side against the Quirrell bowlers we got six on the boundary on the leg side uh, so yeah we can learn lessons we didn't really bowl well to the tail enders and the favorite to get the wicket was a run out and guess what it was a run out to clean up the game but I'll tell you what a brilliant performance from England this test match and to be 2-1 up against this South African side I think we expected them to win 
this series, but I think the last two test matches have been excellent. Yeah, South Africa have been sort of drilled into the dirt in this test match. I mean, we expected them to come out and fight, um, but but we didn't see that from them. And Fafta Plessis has just uh, just given an interview there, and he kind of he he got a, a warm round of applause from the England fans. I think he was probably um, uh, magnanimous in defeat and saying how well England had played. But um, he's got huge problems, hasn't he? I mean, there, there's even been reports in the in the newspapers that he might be playing his last Test match today. I mean, that things have got that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very bad for for him as South Africa captain. Um, it's a bad loss um, in so many ways. Um, to win or to lose by over an innings um, is is bad news. But it's it's not just that. It's his options as a captain. His option, the batting lineup. There are so many areas. It's not like there's one or two little areas that need changing. There are so many areas. You know, throw in the mix, Rabada not available for selection even in at, at Wanderers. Who comes in to replace him? So one of South Africa's key bowlers, front man. And that almost just highlights the irresponsibility of, of that decision for him to over-celebrate in front of Joe Root. He's got a, as I say, there are many, many issues that Faf is uh, going to have to look long and hard at. Certainly, yeah. A man who's just uh, sidled over next to me has, uh, has very few issues um, at the moment. And he's just got a big grin on his face as well. Joe Root missed out on the five for Joe. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> I did everything I could, didn't I? Um, yeah, these things happen. I mean, I didn't think I'd get many opportunities to, to get it. So I think more than anything, the five days that we've just had is a really good template for this team. And, you know, big first inning score, uh, youngsters contributing as well. It's... It's feeling like things are really starting to come together. We're nowhere near the finished article. We're all very aware of that. But when we're winning games like that abroad, in these conditions, you know, third game in a row, taking 20 wickets as well. There's a number of really good stuff that's, that's happening at the moment. And we've got to keep riding that wave. We've got to keep you know, doing the right things in, behind the scenes in practice um, and keep adapting to the services. There's been different services throughout the whole tour so far. Uh, and we've, we've recognised that very well. And collectively as a group, especially with the ball, um, we've managed to find ways to exploit that so for me that's really pleasing really promising we're very good at it in England now we've started to do it here um, and that's got to be an upward trend now moving forward it must be a lot of fun for you um, as a captain in the dressing room to have all of these young guys in, in the team you know you're not the baby face one anymore in this <laughs> in this 11 um, and, and, and know, just knowing and watching them with all their energy and, and their, their willingness to learn just how much growth there is you know, you're, you're the captain of a side that is that's winning test matches and everyone's happy and confident, etc. But they've got so such a such a long, long way to go. You just must be thinking to yourself, we can we can be anything here. Yeah, and I think that's how we should look at it. You know, we really should. Um, I think one thing we've got to be careful not to do is put too much pressure on young shoulders too early. I think there's still a huge amount of learning for everyone to do, especially those young guys. But to see them come into this environment and thrive so early on it is really pleasing, really promising signs. And we just got to keep willing, to, being willing to learn and keep willing to get better. And if we can keep that environment and keep making sure that guys aren't getting complacent, guys are putting in and doing the, the, the difficult stuff, I thought the way that we, we just stuck at it at Cape Town was outstanding. And I, I think that put us in a really good place coming into this week, showing that Test cricket a lot of the time is about hard work. It's a lot, a lot of effort. It's doing the stuff that you don't want to do and then you get your rewards in other areas and um, I think we've, we've sort of seen that over the course of this tour um, and, and we've actually been through quite a lot to this point so if we can keep doing this, the right things, keep practicing hard, um, keep looking to get, be get better individually and keep pushing it ourselves as a group then you know we, we will keep improving. 
Do you have any sympathy for the uh, for the South African captain? You know what it's like to be on the on the receiving end of uh, of poor results. Um, you know, were there any any words of encouragement? I saw you applauding him as after he gave his speech there um, to to television. Any any sort of words of encouragement? Do, do captains have sort of like a, a bit of a code, and they kind of go in and say, "Oh, mate, listen, I understand how you feel." Yeah, look, I think with Faf, he, I think he's a brilliant captain. I really do, and. Um Sometimes things don't go in your favour, and you know, that falls on the captain's shoulders, uh, rightly or wrongly. And you know he's doing everything he can to um, to build that side around you know, how he sees South African cricket moving forward. And um, no, I, I don't think he's ch his captaincy has changed in the, in the last six months. I still think he's a, a brilliant um, thinker about the game, and you can you can see that with the fields he sets and some of the ways he he managed to get wickets on what seemed to pretty dead wicket day one and two um, so like, of course I think he you know I can see him coming back at some stage and he's, he's a fine player as well he's got to make sure that at the minute we keep him quiet with the bat because he's very dangerous when he gets himself in one more thing throwing it forward to uh, Johannesburg you've got some you've got some serious strength on the bench haven't you uh, Joffre looked as though he's kind of revving back up again um, even though the elbow is taped up heavily you've got Chris Woke standing there on the sidelines um, good place for you to be in. Any any thought that you might have to change things for, for Johannesburg? I think we have to see what's in front of us when we get there. Um, I can't imagine it being slow and spinning like here. So um, there will be different challenges again. And, and like I said, we've adapted well so far on this tour. Um, if we have to change the, the way we set up, then we have to change the way we set up. But collectively as a squad, we've come in knowing that it's not going to take 11 plays to win out here. It's going to take a squad effort. And if that means a, a change in formula, then so be it. But ultimately, it's about putting in the effort, the hard work and the desire to win the games like we have done these two so far um, on this tour. So, um, yeah, that would be my message to the group is everyone prepare to play and, and we'll make the what we think is the right call to take 20 wickets again on that surface. Great stuff. Many congratulations. It was a truly superb performance. Enjoy the celebrations this afternoon. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, 
drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Matt Pryor and, and Darren Goff are, are still out here with me. Um, I don't know about you, but I sense a, a, I sense a growth in Joe Root as a, as a captain over the last over the last two weeks. Um, he's he's always been a you know an affable sort of chap and always uh, uh, quick with a smile and ready to, to come out and talk and be honest. But there's, there's just something about he just seems to sort of like be standing a little bit taller and and and, and speaking more confidently. Do you sense that too? Well, what I think's happened is that Joe Root took over the captaincy um, and it wasn't his team. And it, the coach had not built up that relationship uh, with Trevor Bayliss. And I knew this was going to happen. I've said this many a times on TalkSport. People who listen to TalkSport drive back on will have heard me say it. It sometimes needs a change of coach for the captain to feel as though he's eventually going to get his actual team into that side and you can already see the way Joe Root wants to play as a captain it's the similar way to the Chris Silverwood the coach wants to play and already they are building up a serious relationship and that's what it's about isn't it Matt? 100% completely agree with you I think Silverwood has been outstanding for Joe Root but I also think the brand if you want to call it that can't stand it. We present the brand of cricket. <laughs> the brand of cricket they want to play, I think, suits what Joe Root wants to do. I think going going back when it was sort of ultra attacking, and yes, they were saying we want to play with positive intent and everything else. I get that, but I think he knew and knows that the the way to consistently win Test matches is the framework that England used this Test match. Well, I mean, we can ask uh, the man himself because uh, Danny Rubin, England's. Uh, media manager has just brought a, a smiling Chris Silverwood over to the, the lads were just saying um, out of out of your earshot that um, the team is starting to feel like it's starting to feel like Joe Roots that the change in coach are you coming in has, has meant that he, he perhaps feels that he, that he has more uh, more currency over this particular group and over the way that you guys want to play does that ring true to you Absolutely it does. Uh, obviously it's my job to organise things behind the scenes for Joe, which then allows him to just get on with his job on the field really. I mean, one captain in the side uh, and making it his own and secondly, you know, I mean, getting on with his batting really. So I mean, that's, that's my aim. But, but I mean, the great thing is Joe and I see things very similarly uh, and we've seen today, you know, I mean, the template that we're working on to try and move forward has worked. I mean, big first in his runs and then um, I mean, get 20 wickets. Yep, simple old game, isn't it? Um, just, I'll give you a chance to clarify because there's been a lot of stuff, um, a, a lot of nonsense, frankly, um, spoken about and written about this idea that, that, all you, that, that all you're telling your batsmen to do is bat time and it doesn't matter how many runs they score. And, you know, the, the, the interpretation of the, of the message has been skewed, I think. Um, you, you take the chance to, to tell us what it is exactly that, that you have meant uh, since you have taken over. It's big first in his runs, basically. Get, get the runs on the board. Uh, this is A, there's B. Use your skills to get us there. Uh, and that's it. And then we take 20 wickets. It really is as simple as that. You know, I mean, everybody's got their own individual skills and their own way of playing. They will use that to navigate his way to them first in his runs. And once we've got there, we can put scoreboard pressure on, which is exactly what we've done this game. Other challenges uh, for you as a coach. Um, you've got 11 players delighted to be uh, involved in the test match, performing putting your 2-1 up, but you've also got guys who are off the park not playing. 
Um, how you know what is what is the uh, what is the management style? How do you make sure that they're they're motivated, happy? They're not getting uh, getting grumpy and and, and sort of uh, ruining the atmosphere in the dressing room. I think it's first and foremost honesty, really. Yeah, you know I mean it's I mean it's great for us to to have the headache of such good people on the sidelines as well, but equally it's knowing that it's it's a squad game. It's not just the eleven that are on the park. It's people but behind there as well uh, that are helping. You know I mean they've worked really hard off the field there to make sure the guys on the field are I mean got the drinks and done everything there. But equally they've been working hard behind the scenes on their game to make sure that they're keeping the pressure on the guys that are in possession as well. And if we do that, that friendly rivalry you're always going to get better and better and better. And to have people like, I mean, Bearstars, your Archers, your Wokes, these, I mean, Parky, sat on the sideline, is fantastic and it's a great headache for myself and the captain to have. Okay, well, I, I'm wondering whether or not there might be one or two more headaches knocking around for the England team tomorrow. Um, you, get yourself, you get yourself off and enjoy the celebrations. They've been thoroughly, thoroughly deserved uh, from what has been a, a magnificent performance uh, by the England team. Uh, England coach uh, Chris Silverwood, uh, has just been talking to us. We've, uh, we might get a, a South African perspective now. Um, uh, Keshav Maharaj, who's just uh, blitzed his way to uh, a very entertaining 70-odd, has joined us out here in the middle. Um, Keshav, first of all, well played. Um, and secondly, well bowled as well. Your five for 180 has almost been forgotten now. It seemed like it was that, that long ago. Um, good performance from yourself, but ultimately a, a disappointing week for, for your team. Yeah, I don't think it's where we want to be as a team, as a unit, but you know, in order to rise, you need to fall at times. Uh, we've got one more test match in the series to sort of salvage a uh, series and uh, draw the series as such, but the good thing about the test championship is that no matter if you lose a series or not, there's still championship points up for offer, so hopefully we can go back to the drawing boards and come back better with our basics and hopefully salvage a wing. There was a, a long chat between um, you were involved, Carl Patterson was involved, uh, Vernon Philander, between you guys and Mark Boucher. What did he have to say to you? Uh, he just said, you know what, guys, uh, we can't take you away from playing your natural game, but just give yourself a chance and get yourself in. And then, you know, you can see the ball better and then assess it from there. I think we wanted to try fight for as long as we can this morning. It's important that we didn't lose a wicket in the first session, but, you know, we lost, eventually lost the fourth, uh, four wickets in that session. But I think we just wanted to show some character. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't show too much of it, but there were stages that, you know, there's, there's a lot of positives to be taken out. Okay, I mean, that was the thing I was going to ask you, actually, that, that all of us have played cricket against South African teams stretching back to goodness knows when, probably before you were born. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we were a little bit shocked, I think is the, is the right word to use. Um, the, the kind of lack of, of fight that, it, that appeared to be there, uh, particularly in, in your first innings. But has that been addressed? Has anybody spoken along those lines? Um, have, have, has there been honesty around that in the, from the first innings? Yeah, definitely. I think it's in our South African gene to be honest with ourselves and honest with each other. And obviously, we know we've been very disappointing, especially in the first inning scores. But, you know, like I said, uh, you, in order to rise, you need to fall. So hopefully in the next series, we show a bit more character and a lot more fight. And, you know, uh, we just own our own space on the field there. So, uh, like I said, hopefully we get in a, a solid performance in the next Test match. Um, can I get your view, finally, on uh, on the fact that you will not have KG in the in the Test match at Johannesburg? What was what's the team reaction been to, to his? His punishment and the fact that it's that it's led to him being scratched out in that last test. Yeah, obviously uh, he's a world-class bowler, and to leave him out of any side, it, it is a big loss for you. But you know, I think with all the stuff that's going around, I'm sure we have someone incumbent to sort of step up into the plate. I mean, everyone wants to play Test cricket; it's the highest honour of playing cricket for your country. So we do have a few guys that are obviously willing to take their chance. Uh, like I said, KG would be a big loss, but we can't focus too much on that on that aspect. Otherwise, it's going to set us back. We just got to focus on the task at hand and trying to win a Test match at the Wonders. Uh, and you guys in the dressing room you're all fully behind Faf? 
Yeah, definitely. I think he's been the greatest leader since I've started playing test cricket. I've never seen someone read the game extremely well. As a player, he goes through slumps of form and that's just part of cricket. I mean, we've kept the faith in him. We know the, the potential that he has as a, as a captain and as a player. So I'm sure that he will come right. He loves batting at the Wonders. We've seen him do it time and again, time and again over pressure situations. And I'm sure he will come good and, you know, silence a lot of his critics. Okay, Chef, thanks for talking to us. Thanks for taking the time. Um, uh, that's the, uh, the South African view then, uh, gentlemen. Um, it has been a quite magnificent week for, for England and England supporters. We've, as I said last night, three former England players have thoroughly enjoyed watching this, uh, this young England team go about their business this week. Um, just, just, just finally, just sum things up uh, for us, Matt and, and Goffey. Yeah, the main point for me, I think, and it's an important one, as much as there will be a lot said about Faf Duplessis, about South Africa being bad, about South Africa not playing well, I really think we need to focus on how good this England cricket team has been. The framework that they said, the, the strategy, the plans behind how they want to play test cricket has come to fruition in this test match. Now they need to just recreate that, recreate that, recreate that time and time and time again. We can see the talent in that dressing room, the Ollie Popes, all these best coming through, taking five wickets. Get those guys or surround our senior players, our Stokes, our Roots, our Broads with the talent of these youngsters with the right framework, which Silverwood, the coach, seems to have. I mean, anything could happen here and this team could just go forward, forward and forward. I agree. I think uh, the change of coach was massive. Uh, we went for an English coach after all the talk about these overseas things. It didn't go to plan in New Zealand. There were some flat pictures, but I'll tell you what, it's part of the story. Um, and it was difficult over there, but he's realised what sort of bowler, what sort of character he needs in his team. And moving forward to this South Africa season, we saw the character in that first test. I talked about this yesterday. With all that illness uh, around, England did not moan once. They got on with it and tried to win a test match. It didn't happen, they lost. But since then, they have come back and played some quite magnificent cricket. And it's quite evident to everyone watching or listening, whatever you, which way you want to do it is, but this team's got fight, they've got a plan, they know what they've got to do to get runs on the ball in the first innings. If they do that, we have got the talent to win test matches. We've got Mark Wood who can come back and he might not be able to play four or five matches in a series, but he can play two. He might win as a test. We've got Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy Anderson's gone home injured, but he's been replaced. We've got Sam Curran, a left arm watcher. We've got Ben Stokes, the greatest all-rounder in the world at this moment. And now we're seeing with Moeen Ali just out of the game at the moment and Jack Leach or Mill, Don Bess has stepped up to the party and got five for 50 in that first innings. Joe Root, part-time spinner, gives us now an option moving forward to Sri Lanka. Can be used as the third spinner, possibly. Joe Denley, if he's still in the team, be used as the fourth spinner. We've got character throughout this team and it's great to watch them. And today, this test match, sorry, they have been excellent. Yep, I think that's... Uh pretty much uh, sums things up beautifully. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your company over the last five days. Um, I can guarantee you uh, listeners back home that we will be off uh, getting a protein shake in this afternoon um, in preparation for uh, the, the, uh, the build-up to the Test match at the Wanderers. England have won here in Port Elizabeth by an innings and 53 runs. You've missed none of the action, not a single ball here on TalkSport 2. Make sure you tune in on Friday and we'll bring you more of the same. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. We'll be with you every day of the series, so subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Rabada's going to show you why he's batting nine today. I, well, I'm going to say I hope so, but I hope not. We've <laughs> <laughs> got tea time booked at two o'clock. <laughs> Have you really? Of course. <laughs>
after watching South Africa bat this series, I'm, I'm not expecting them to get to lunchtime. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.